Welcome to Beyond the Book. In this episode, we'll talk about success strategies and how they're designed by triumphant people often lead to amazing accomplishments. I'm Mike Calandrillo, guiding you to the essential elements that routinely show up in the lives of successful individuals. And my next guest is here to help you accomplish your objectives in a more timely and efficient manner. Maria Martinez is a divine human being and wealth consciousness activator. As coach, healer, speaker, and author, she helps people awaken the divine human within, step into their greatness, raise their vibration, access their gifts, and create from the field of infinite possibility and pure potentiality. Through her process, they are able to heal the past, gain a new perspective, access a deeper level of confidence, courage, certainty, and consciousness, thereby transforming their relationship with money health, and love with ease and grace. Maria, thank you so much for coming on Beyond the Book. We are greatly appreciative. Well, thank you. It is my pleasure to be here, and I'm excited about the work that we're all doing in the world and how we're contributing. So thank you for allowing me to share this opportunity with a bigger audience. Oh, most definitely. Now, you've got an extremely, extremely interesting story that compelled you to co-author The Golden Rules of Success. Tell us a little bit about your background and what you're currently doing to help your clients. What you call those uh, individuals that step into the healing world, and for me, that happened a very at a very early age. As far as I can remember, when I was five, I was already working with my angels, and I was already de- doing healing work at that point. A lot of it, it was learning about myself and learning about how we can heal ourselves uh, when we let go of or when we change our perspective about the world. And throughout my years in understanding myself, I went, you know to both of the extremes, one very much in the spiritual world and then sort of losing myself in it. And then to the other side and to the corporate world and losing that part of myself. So now for me, it's been a journey of aligning both and understanding that there is a bridge between the two and that we can co-create from both ends when we feel really balanced, when we connect to our inner self. And my work has been about helping others remember that we all have gifts and talents and that we're all here to contribute and serve and that we are divinely unique. So that in, in, in that remembrance, we're also not only unlocking more of our full potential, but we're also living in alignment with our abundance and we're finding more joy in the world. Joy in the world, that is something we definitely all need. And, and obviously that tells to our listeners why you chose to share this with the world because that's what you're looking to bring. Absolutely. When we talk about joy, and happiness and success and all of those, those are really a choice, but we've forgotten that they're already within us. And so this work and the reason why we're here on this journey of this human expression is to find that, to align back with that and to let go of the things that have kept us from that. That's a beautiful journey. And and I am just so excited about what we're all doing in the world. Yeah. Most definitely. And and your chapter resonated with me personally on, on many levels. And one of the sections that you detail was much of what affects people's success is directly related to money and how the amount in our bank account is often a reflection of our relationship with money. Can you explain why this mindset often results in even more challenges and, as you say, self sabotage? When we look at our environment as children, we look to learn from what is around us, our parents, society, expectations, everything that is given to us. So we begin to formulate our relationship with money and relationship to what's around us. And that becomes our story. And our story can either empower us or it can take away from who we are. And oftentimes, because we're so sort of entrenched into proving ourselves, 
creating our self-worth and proving that we're enough, we, we actually make life a lot harder than it is. And we look for others to validate us. We look for others to give us approval and significance, forgetting that we are already enough and we're divinely perfect. So in doing that and in that gap, that's where we move away and we create more blocks around money because we attach money to our worth, to our value. And we look back at our life and we look at what did I create or what is my upbringing or what did I do with my life so far? Because we're so trained to achieve. And if we feel, quote unquote, that we haven't achieved or we feel like we failed, then we devalue ourselves and we actually reject money in the process. We choke the flow of it, essentially. Those are wise words. I mean, it, it's so true on so many different levels. And we get so caught up in the day to day and how much money is in my bank account that we do take a lot of things for granted, unfortunately. Yeah. And when we take things for granted, it's not just about taking things for granted. It's about how we feel about ourselves and where we are in this moment. Instead of being grateful for where we are and grateful for what's showing up in our life and seeing it as a gift, we see it as there's something wrong. Uh, there's something wrong with me physically. There's something wrong with my bank account. There's something wrong with my career. There's something wrong with my relationship instead of seeing the good in everything. And when we see the good in everything, again, we move forward with more ease and we allow more in. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the five different stages of success that you write about. Now, how long did it take you to work through these five stages and are they forever evolving? Is it something that you've written in stone? I'm, I'm so curious to know more about them. Yeah, you know, it's, it's for, really it's forever evolving. Yeah, where you are, there's always room to grow. And, you know, when I was looking at the many different clients that I've worked with and including myself and my sort of my trajectory to allowing more abundance in and more success in, I observed that, especially when we go into business or especially when, to, when we step into our career, initially we're in that survival. We're just efforting and efforting and efforting, effort, trying, trying, trying to prove that we're good enough, trying to prove that we, you know, we matter, trying to prove, trying to make significance of the work that we're doing, the value that we're doing. And we look outside for feedback. And when we give the outside world that power to define who we are and to value who we are, we're always efforting and we're always trying. We're, in that, we're always feeling not enough because we're relying on others to give us our self-worth. And so we stay in that survival mode because, you know, it's never enough and we're, we're, never really making enough for us to feel joyful and happy. And then if we're not there, then we're not allowing ourselves to move through that other process or to the other levels or the other cycles. Um, and the other cycle, you know, after that is when we finally feel like we're getting there and we're finally feeling good about what we've created or what we've achieved. And again, there's that next expectation. There's the next goal. And if we failed, then we feel down or, and a lot of times, we expect to fail if it's unknown or if it's if we feel it's out of our skill sets. So we go through this up and down cycle. And then when we start, you know, a lot of times we start reflecting and we start moving into gratitude or we start being more present with ourselves and connecting with that inner peace. Then we start kind of slowing down and plateauing. We don't have those ups and downs anymore because we're no longer sabotaging ourselves or we're no longer halfway in and halfway that out, which, you know, and they say that when, we expect to fail. So we read it. So we sort of throw ourselves in it, but we're not quite in it because we, we already expect ourselves to fail. And the plateau is when you're sort of comfortable with where, who you are, where you are, and you're making enough money, but you're just making enough money. You're not really making money or you're not having the kind of success that you could have. And then you realize, okay, so this is good. This is, 
it could be better. So what do I need to change? And then you start re sort of rearranging your life and again, putting more effort into it. Now the fears may be you know, diminished. They may still be there, but they're diminished. But then you feel like I have to be at 100%. I have to work harder. I have to work harder in order to achieve. And then you begin to sacrifice other things like your relationships, the time with your kids, even your health. But when you get to the place of I am more than enough and I can have it all. And it starts with me and the relationship with myself and the relationship with success and the relationship with money, uh, the relationship with my self-worth, the relationship with my value. Then you start sort of pulling back and you start allowing things to happen for you. And you start sort of using uh, that space of energy. You start moving in from that energetic place of alignment, knowing that you're worthy, knowing that you're deserving letting go of the judgment you have for yourself and for others. So again, you allow things to sort of blossom and now you're in alignment. You're trusting yourself. You're in more certainty. You're allowing things to just flow with ease. And it all takes time. And like I said, it's ever evolving. When we get into that space of plateau, we may be there for several years. And then when we go into that place of self-sacrifice, that could be very short or that could be the detriment, and then we actually start moving backwards because we're sacrificing so much, especially our health or our relationships. When we move into the place of alignment, it's just easy. And we're, we're moving into more of contribution, service, even charitable philanthropy, because we now feel very abundant. We feel like we've arrived. We've not necessarily achieved all our vision because our vision, vision again, is ever evolving. But we arrive at that place where I am happy with myself. Even if, if this was the end, I'm happy with what I've created. When it's written on the pages, it's one thing. And then to hear you speak so eloquently about it, is it just further resonates the fact that it's really something very important. And that's why we're so grateful that you're on today. And you are so many things to so many people and you're a best-selling author and that comes with so many unique opportunities. Can you share what being a best-selling author really means to you? No, for me... Uh, being a best-selling author is more about the message and more about inspiration and empowerment. It's about others hearing it, you know, because there, there's so many of us out there that we all, we all say it in our own way, in a way that maybe it's about our experience or experience of ourselves or experience who we work with. And the way we say it often resonates with different people. So for me, it's, it's about sharing the message of empowerment, inspiration, and that we, you know, we all have the capacity, we all have the ability, we all have the divine right to be abundant and to live an abundant life. And, and it's about remembering that it is our choice. And in that choice that we make, we are allowing everything else to come up to the surface that is in that gap between us and having it all. So this opportunity to collaborate in the book was, for me, that's what it meant. It, it meant for me to be another voice for the world to share in the gift of, you know, we're infinite possibility and we can live in infinite potentiality. So something you just said stuck with me. Can we have it all? Is it possible? Is it humanly possible? Because that's something anybody that's listening, I'm sure it just is curious about. Is it possible following these five steps, listening to the words you're saying, can someone have it all? Absolutely. It is possible for somebody to have it all. And not having it is a belief system. Not having is a belief system. Having to effort is a belief system. Having to prove ourselves is a belief system. Having it all can also be a belief system that empowers you and that opens you up to more possibilities. And, and having it all is individual to each of us, right? Having it all for someone could be 
just having good health and being in a good relationship. Having it all could be, I have a great job and now I'm open to traveling around the world and being everywhere and having my experience through there, my cultivation from there. So having it all is different for everyone, but the key to that is having peace, feeling abundant, and you know, being able to connect to that sense of joy for yourself, feeling grateful. And in that, that amplifies you to attract more into your life because people see that difference in you. People see that you're not stressed, you're not worried, you're not in lack, you're not in scarcity, you're not in fear. They see that you're happy. They see that you're just going, you're you know, just moving forward one step in front of the other. So they see the progress that you're making. They see that life is just unfolding for you. So having it all again means many different things, but I believe it's possible for anyone to have. According, you know, that's your vision. That's having it all. The individuality is is a beautiful thing. It really, yeah. it really truly is. And now we've got this saying going on that it's this new normal that we live in. And this book is obviously something that you've written and you use as a tool to help people. Now that we're thrust into this, this new normal, what are some of the other ways that you're helping your clients? In this new normal, it's about reinventing yourself. And that reinvention is actually what we talk about. It's learning about yourself, observing who you are and how you've been showing up in the world, what you allow to get in your way, and then doing it differently. And this new normal is, again, assessing, not judging, but looking at yourself and looking at things that you took for granted, where you weren't present in your life, where you didn't put in that full 100% effort and doing it differently and not allowing the fears, doubts, and insecurities to get in the way. This time has been a time of uncertainty and you know, a lot of fear and other things have been triggered with many people, but it's an opportunity to let those go. When you're triggered, it's really more of an opportunity for a breakthrough than something that is going to take you out. When it takes you out, it's because we're avoiding it. We're not facing it on. We're not taking it on. When you take it on, then you realize that it's not that big of a deal. You realize, okay, all I needed to know is that I can believe in myself, that I can trust myself, that there's more to me than the world has seen. And I'm ready to step into that. So those are the other things that I'm working now in the world. Um, One of the courses that I'm running is Energy Alchemy, where I'm teaching others to do the work that I do, to look at you as a multidimensional being, mind, body, spirit, energy, and other dimensions, working with the emotional body, the inner child, and the ego and other parts of you that have been maybe traumatized like the victim and help you heal those parts of you so that again, you feel that you're whole again and you embody being whole again. And again, in that wholeness, you're also accessing more of your potential and again, opening up more possibilities for yourself. Uh, so that's, for me, it's amazing. It's, it's helping the world ascend, helping the world awaken, helping the world step into new levels of wealth, new levels of possibility, new levels of happiness and joy. That's amazing because that's something that so many people need uh, right now more than ever. And it's definitely something that there's no end to the possibilities of where it can really reach. Yeah, thank you. In your chapter, you detail a lot of stories about the people you've helped. I'd love if you could just give me one of those stories that really resonates with you to this day. You know, what I see, uh, what I've seen a lot, and it, I talk about one particular client there, but really I see this in a lot of the clients is that especially when you throw yourself into business and you throw yourself into success and you get so focused on it, other things suffer. You know, you may have extreme levels of success, millions of dollars that you've created, but other parts have suffered, your health, your relationships. And for me, when I think about this, 
is again, going back to, you can have it all. You don't have to sacrifice one thing for the other. And including myself, I did that very young because I thought that's what I, I was supposed to do is throw myself into my career. What career that I thought was going to be significant and it was going to give me approval and all these things that we do, you know, when we're stepping out into the world of corporate America. So for this particular client that I talked about in the book, she had a lot of success. She was very ill because her body was taking a toll. Her relationships had suffered, so she was very lonely. You know, when she showed up in the world, she seemed perfect. Success, a lot of achievement, lots of titles. But in the back end, her life was really suffering and she was struggling with her everything, relationships, health, the relationship with her parents. So really when we choose to be more and we choose to have a life of success, we really need to look at success in every area of our lives, success in our health, success in our relationships. And that just means that as you're moving through your career, take time to be present with yourself, take time out for yourself, to get up in the morning, eat healthy, meditate, or whatever for you is peaceful and it grounds you. And whatever exercise, whether it's yoga or something else, that allows you to have that balance in yourself, where you're also developing that relationship with yourself and you're honoring yourself for being here on this journey. And then the same thing with others. It's you know beyond that, what can you do for me, but also contribute to them. How can I serve you? How can I bring value to you? How can I be present in your life that is going to help you or empower you or make you feel like you matter to me, you matter to the world? So, you know, this is the message that for me is important from working that I've noticed and realized from working with a lot of these clients that were very high achievers, lots of success running a multi-million dollar funds. At the surface, they look perfect and they looked in that they had an amazing life. But in reality, there was a lot of healing to be done internally, emotionally, and energetically and spiritually. So for me, that's the key is looking at everything. And I call it 360, looking at everything and looking at every area and not just about what is in it for me, but how can I serve? How can I give? How can I make the world better, the world that I'm living in better so that we're all thriving together? And in doing so, you're nourishing your soul. You're nourishing yourself. You're actually achieving a lot more than you think. And the world will reflect that back with opportunities, possibilities, more abundance, more success in your life. I keep hearing balance and consistency, and those are just part of, of everything that you are able to teach. Yeah, absolutely. The balance is one internal, mind, body, spirit, and then also external with the world, you know, because we're here, not just for ourselves, we're here to serve a greater purpose. So the balance is the people that you're interacting, your, your loved ones and the people that you're serving, as well as you and the care that you give to yourself. Now, as a best-selling author and entrepreneur, I understand how valuable your time is. So again, we are grateful for your time today on the podcast. But if someone is listening right now and needs your help, what is the best way for them to seek you out? The best way is either to go to my website, 360prosperity.com, or they can reach me at maria at acceleratedabundance, E-X. C-E-L-L-E-R-A-T-E-D, abundance.com. And they can, on my website, they can choose to have a discovery call or actually book a full session. They can email me with questions and then I can tune in and see what's the best step forward. So yeah, love to serve and love to help and support everyone on their journey. So I'm really open to that. Thank you. So if someone comes up to you, hasn't read the book yet, hasn't heard this podcast yet, but knows you, what is the one thing that you can leave our listeners with 
a little lesson from the book, a little teaser to get them excited about everything that you've got going on right now? I think what's really important for us to know and remember is that there are keys. You know, there are keys to success and those keys are within us, but we have to know how to find them. We have to know how to unlock them. And then we have to know how to step into them. So these keys that we talk about, these strategies that we talk about are already within us. But sometimes it takes somebody else from outside to help us navigate through them and help us see what we're not able to see and help us remove what is there that is not allowing us to see what is available to us. So I invite anybody who is interested in the book to read the book or to reach out and we can definitely support you in the next level of success. Truly inspiring stuff, Maria. Thank you so much for coming on Beyond the Book. We do appreciate it. And we look forward to uh, speaking with you in the near future. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And that concludes this episode of Beyond the Book. I'm Mike Calandrillo reminding you that success is not just a target or a journey. It's a way of life. We'll see you at the top.